Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yes. Very good. Yes, to all the ghosts in the room, <laughs> to right. the ghosts yeah. in the phone. You were here doing fine, yes. Father, to the holy yes. ghost within you. <laughs> and thank you. to y'all. <laughs> Season two in my new home with my Christmas tree. This is great. It's a great place. Yeah. Spacious and has interesting little features and nooks. Yeah. Aspects and things. Yeah, it's got a kind of <clears throat> style. It's got a little more style than I anticipated for like an apartment complex. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there was. Somehow they got a designer involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Snuck <Amazing>. in. <laughs> Snuck in, yeah. <laughs> It's a perfect place for it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it started as a kind of focal point at the end of a hall. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, about 72 or so. That's when you got it. Yeah. Yeah, it's due for an upgrade. Um, you mean like refinishing or something? Um, mainly the flowers. The, oh, the flowers I see. are due for an upgrade. And, uh, and as I look at it, probably polishing would be... I'll yeah. do that too. When I you could stand some oil or something. Mm -hmm. But yeah, a new, a new arrangement. Um, yeah, new floral arrangement. Yeah, I started putting a little elbow grease on the table. You know, the table. Yeah. <coughs> the, the porter table. The porter, porter Terry. Table. Porter, porter yeah. Terry. Terry Porter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Built, <coughs> built by Grandpa Perry. Yeah. Yeah, but I've been cleaning it and rubbing harder mm. <laughs> than usual. Mm. A little extra, like. Yeah, and it, no, it's, I, I it's still you. good. <laughs> You're a good table. You're a damn good table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, tables need to be petted too. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> and that's, uh, you know, nice wood is, um, is, is good for my soul. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I feel it. I was experiencing, 
similar satisfaction when I got my new dining room table and yeah I was like I was so pleased that I have wood polish for work because I oh, sometimes will sure. polish uh, pianos mm-hmm. like when it's really nice wood and I was really just enjoying like <laughs> something satisfying about yeah polishing your own uh beautiful wood items <laughs> some some deep uh, yeah, man no. in his home right <laughs> right yeah uh, me going. here yeah yeah and 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 the care the <laughs> care of it and yeah yeah it was, it was fun to and i just since you mentioned that i just realized something that uh, i hadn't before that part of my, I think, attraction to natural wood is that uh, it is artistic and, you know, kind of graphic, because they're all different. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, the wood <coughs> grain pattern is similar, but it's all unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's and that's true yeah. for rocks. Sure. For, the, you know, the stuff I collect. They're often... Beautiful. Yeah. You know, just inherently. Right. And it was just happened to be under the ground somewhere, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so you... I like them. You like the, the, the distinctness of every... The individuality. Like yes. Of... Yes. Pieces. And then there... And the colors and uh, patterns and all that, all the visual stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that makes me think, I'm sure, all the wood items you've had over your life has definitely affected me. Like, just also literally, I've just taken some of your shit. But it is something, it is something I love, um, and I've been really enjoying expanding on that over the years and over... Yeah. And in this space, like, just continuing to lean into that and yeah. seeing, being in so many people's homes, that's often what stands out the most to me, mm-hmm. are, like, because a lot of them are older people, um, so I see all this really just beautiful vintage stuff all just constantly just this constant yeah. <laughs> flood of uh, old fine art and uh-huh. vintage wood <laughs> right. that's good well yeah, yeah that, uh, that, that makes sense uh, it's beautiful <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I used to there was a time when I collected rosewood mm. um it was somehow fashionable, uh, and um, I'd learned later, many years later, that that's, that was you know, when the destruction of the rainforest in Brazil was uh, kicking it in, into second gear. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so they were cutting down trees and as many as they could, you know, as fast as they could. And uh, there was some beautiful Brazilian rosewood. That came out of that. That came, I mean, came out of that exploitation. Fucking. <laughs> yeah. Because we had a beautiful table, just stunning. 
Uh, you know, and and I had a headboard and a desk and <laughs> all of which I uh, had to sell at some point. Uh, Just in a pinch. Yes, <laughs> in large pinch. Yes, uh, uh, but I saved this, mm -hmm. and I've got a little planter, mm -hmm. uh, and then a, a little kind of desktop shelf thing, uh, and a letter opener. <laughs> oh yeah, I still yeah. Mm -hmm. As far as memories go, um, so I want to talk about Christmas, and and just start off with as far as hearkening back. Um, I was with a group of people yesterday talking about um, Christmas and Santa, and believing in Santa, and whether or not, <laughs> like, the, there was a question of like. Would would we teach? Would we keep the Santa story going when we tell our kids about oh. Santa? Um, with this new postmodern <laughs> sentiment of like, how could you do that to your child? A deliberate lie. Yeah, you lied. <laughs> yeah, and, um, that's a good question. And yeah, it was it it yeah, that's an interesting question and. Um, I can get into a little bit of that, but I, as far as like my answer, but what I wanted to ask was, um, I had a thought while I was biking earlier, like, um, just, I don't really, if you can tell me about what that was like for you, um, and us kids, the Santa story telling us about <coughs> Santa entertaining it over the years because um, I don't remember when it stopped I just when we remember, started talking about Santa yeah I just remember that it was and it's and not it. anymore <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah, well, I can confirm that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah if you could talk a little bit about that like what that was like um, from a parent's perspective and, you know, you know <clears throat> I seem to remember you and or Joe uh, going to see Santa somewhere at a mall or something like that. Uh, but it's very vague. Hmm. I don't think we ever had any images of Santa. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I doubt that there was even a Santa ornament <laughs> you know so I don't think we were uh, we were anti Santa so no. much as we just just didn't say much about him it's kind of like you were with religion yeah <laughs> <laughs> right. there was no bashing of it but it just wasn't a whole lot there wasn't yeah <laughs> we're talking about it at all it just wasn't no. part of the <laughs> what we're working on. Talk about, yeah. right? um, and I got a, I do have a P 
picture of, I think both of them, Ari and Sylvia, sitting on one on mm-hmm. Santa. The nieces. Yeah, but I don't know what, is it real for them? I don't know. Of course, Sylvia's in school, so maybe not by now. Yeah, I've been... <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I'll, I'll ask him. Yeah. And by the way, let's do this sometime with Jai and his family. I mean, not, you know, exactly like this. Not to record, but just to, I'd like to get you and Joe uh, combo. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to Yeah. Yeah. Actually, she'll set it up. Anyway, that's an aside, but... Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. you did, you must have done some, though, because it, it was around. Santa it was, was around. It just, it was so unimportant that I don't even remember. <laughs> and there are a okay. lot of the, yeah, being a, and not having uh, been a father before, you know, there were a lot of, a lot of, a lot of new things were happening all the time that I had never experienced before. Of course, of course. Uh, and some of them I remember. Yeah. You just kind of keep up as uh, best as you can. Right. I imagine. <clears throat> um, but the Santa was just not important. Do you? So you you don't have you don't have a notion of when you when it happened when you realized there that, was you know, no cataclysmic moment. Yeah. Um, of being like wow. <laughs> it's just <laughs> you lie. <laughs> right. All this time lying to me. Not yeah. that I can remember. Yeah, not that I can remember. It it see it does as I try to pull out that thread a bit in this moment, I do I do recall that I think it was released pretty early I would think so because I because I remember because the idea of you guys just getting us presents (laughs) 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 was very early on like Uh the point (laughs) and the focus focus. Um, and (laughs) so, so I think it was pretty early on and it probably a brief spell of Santa-ness. Mm-hmm. Now that we're talking about it, I, I do remember, uh, I don't know, encouraging you to go to bed on Christmas Eve so that uh, um, you would be sure to have mm-hmm. loot the mm-hmm. next day. Yeah. And it seems to me I remember leaving something out for Santa, a cookie or but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that would have been very, very early. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we could have done that. <laughs> That's possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so there was a, there was a question um, 
yesterday about yeah whether we would whether I would um, mm-hmm. and a few people were like definitely gonna do it and found myself just kind definitely of like gonna tell them about Santa mm-hmm. gonna go well, okay yeah and and um, <laughs> I'm still finding out discovering whether I would whether I would and how I would go about it um, uh-huh. and um, and the really basic argument against doing it of course is um, like oh it's a lie <laughs> <laughs> it's a lie um, and it's something that you'll have to like dispel at some point um, oh right and or somebody's going to dispel Someone it. will dispel it. And right. why would you do that to your children, Cassie? Mm-hmm. Um, but, on the other hand, something I that was coming up and I was thinking about was, like, um, like, kids need, kids and adults, uh, <laughs> uh, live on stories. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm beginning to become more aware of that than ever. Um, like, why is that? Um. Well, I guess just as my as parts of huge parts of my narrative of life have like collapsed. Um, basically, it reveals oh, there was a story I was telling. Oh. Um, and I've been living off of that story. Mm-hmm. And we live off of the story we tell ourselves. And sometimes it takes the story being completely wiped away for you to realize that that's what you... That was the mm-hmm. spiritual bread you were feeding on. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and... Yeah, and, when, and just encountering more deeply, in some ways, uh, more intensely, like, what it's like when a big central story, like, falls away in some way, and you're left with a void. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and postmodernism, um, basically, um, post-Christianity world, um, that that's um, it's no way to live, um, and you can't get out of telling a story. Right. Um, there's no way around that, and so you need stories, um, and um, Part of the prose of Santa is um, the the values, the, the spirit of of him and the spirit of the Christmas time, um, like the the basic the basic basic one of Santa bringing you. Mm-hmm. All sorts of gifts and things. Um, right, as like, a reward for your obedience and good behavior. 
Yeah, yeah. And, you know, of course that gets, you know, really cheaply mass-produced. Um, but underneath that, there is the spirit of, like, yeah, when you're in alignment with yourself mm-hmm. and your own sense of mm-hmm. the good, the and you're in alignment with the universe in harmony with yourself and your world and your your family and your community, um, the universe meets you there and showers upon you mm-hmm. and showers gifts and blessings, right. um, and that's beautiful. That's like. I absolutely want to instill that kind of thing in, mm-hmm. in my kids and mm-hmm. and um, so is that is that does that differ from karma um, does that differ then from karma I mean they're certainly in the same fam yeah um, just that different of... takes on the on the what you put into the right determines matrix what you get out. Yeah. <laughs> determines what you get out yeah uh-huh. um same basic uh-huh. model yeah yeah um but spe- but christmas specifically is like yeah, it's really, and it's like essence, and in the Santa thing, it's just like uh, very positive. The, the blessings, the light, mm-hmm. the beautiful presence, and <clears throat> and and of course that's you know one part of the whole thing, which is part of what's cool about Christmas too. It's like, it's a million threads that have been woven throughout history, <laughs> right? And. <clears throat> But it's but as far as that, just like to try and articulate the Santa thing, like what I did, what I was able to identify was like, yeah, the spirit and those values is are beautiful, and and I love that idea, um, and and someone said yesterday that that's providence, like in like the Christian mm. sense, and I had, mm-hmm. had, had known that definition before. Um, the, the way in which yeah God bestows his blessings upon you in, in mm-hmm. a real sense and that's that's amazing and but you when it comes to a kid and even anyone you can't they're not thinking conceptually no. abstractly <laughs> <laughs> and in terms of values that's a that's no. a progressive experience yeah. uh, for <laughs> all, all people throughout <laughs> all life and maybe eternity. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need, you need stories to like, what? Well, you need someone that the, the notion was that you need some, you need a, a person that to embody that for a kid. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, just like in the sense so, of like, the conversations we have we've had about a father like you need some someone to embody this part of your psyche mm-hmm. and santa embodies this set of values and this element of the uni- the universe this mm-hmm. benevolent 
gift, gifting, blessing. And yeah, that part of the like godness. <laughs> and uh, and a know. kid, yeah, and a kid does need like someone or there's just tremendous value at least. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, so that's one pro to wielding that story and mm -hmm. it, it probably just ideally it just takes some planning and yeah forethought about right. how you go about it and yeah and and uh, I mean I was I was <laughs> thinking about how I might do that if I had to and uh, yeah it would be like that you know the usefulness of a story and you know, it's kind of fun, doesn't hurt anybody. And uh, it was another way that uh, we showed our concern and uh, responsibility, concern for and, and responsibility for you. It's another way to show our love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, letting you experience this <clears throat> and you can decide what you want to now yeah yeah and, and and as a betrayal it's fairly mild yeah and the betrayal <laughs> part yeah that's more and more i'm like to see it as a betrayal isn't isn't right because it's not yeah um, and you have to it is just you have to wield it you have to wield it you have to it's one of the other million elements of the school, of family or something. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I'm imagining like, yeah, whenever that conversation happens, like the one of um, <laughs> Santa isn't real, <laughs> that that conversation is um, an expansive one, like an enlightening one in which like, you talk to your kids about like, yeah, it was it was um, just a story in some ways, but it turns out that's the whole world. It's this. Yeah, um, it's a. It's the not, values are valid regardless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's valid mm -hmm. regardless. Yeah, and this is the nature of the world you're in, little child. Um, <laughs> you're right. It's. And it'll show up in all sorts of ways and all sorts of people. Um, but this is the nature of just the world itself. Yeah. So get used to it. Yeah, yeah. And it's still the case. Like it's still this little game we've been playing. Yeah. Um, it's still this, still the case. It's still the case. And... Um, So, what are you going to do this year <clears throat> for Christmas? Do you have specific... Um, I want to have uh, you and Joe and Erica over at some point. Good. Mm -hmm. Okay. And beyond that... I don't know. <laughs> well, 
Do maybe it. take mushrooms and sit in front of the tree. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that would do it. It's not bad. Yeah. 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 That would work. <laughs> yeah, that actually sounds that sounds dope. <laughs> I say that. <laughs> there you go. That was a gift. <laughs> what a good idea. There you go. <laughs> So you don't, uh, you're not aware of any war on Christmas. I mean, and, uh, I, I hear about. <laughs> I've heard, I've heard yeah. there's a war. On Christmas. <laughs> I've heard there's a war going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's it's the holidays. So. Well, it's the same. But I think the holidays is fine. That's okay. You know, we all know we're talking about Christmas. <laughs> we yeah, don't have yeah. to say it. Yeah, yeah. Pe- yeah, people don't have an issue with the holidays. People have an issue with Christmas. Right. Um, in the same way that they have an issue with Christianity and patriarchy in Western society. Right. <laughs> that's that's mm-hmm. what the war is on. <laughs> yeah. It's a pretty big war. <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah. raging. Um yeah, there's a war on Christmas. Yeah. Cause war on democracy. I've mm-hmm. heard that talked about too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All sorts of... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean... The Christian thing... Yeah, just in general. Like, it's anything having to do with Christianity and um, Christian hypocrisy and mm. dogma and yeah. empty words and <laughs> all the good parts yeah and, um, yeah em- empty Christian phrases and yeah, regurgitation yeah. of um, Christian platitudes and shit like of course yeah um, there's all those all all you know, valid criticisms, um, but um, Christmas is tight. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love is it. Usually fun. I love it. In um, one way or another. Yeah, yeah, and it, and if you know, of course, <coughs> of course, like. Yeah, it gets um, seized by Walmart and sure. and Bezos and stuff and like that's China. That's, yeah, <laughs> and, right. And <laughs> there's the whole thing of meaningless gifts and yeah, just it's all about the you know Chris and being like it's all about buying things and. And yeah, it can mm-hmm. definitely has got it can get away from the 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 holiness of it and the Holy Spirit. Um, yeah, but but it's still beautiful in essence. Like um, yeah, it means well. Yeah, in terms of gift giving, like I suppose I've had my own kind of. Cold War on Christmas. Um, that's interesting. Over the years, <laughs> in that 
I do I do not. <laughs> yeah, I don't I do not run out to get gifts for people. No. Um in no way, yeah. shape or form. <laughs> <laughs> that, that certainly rings true. Because <laughs> um, because of my own, yeah, I suppose I've had my own sort of cold war of like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't want to do it out of obligation. That's, right. That's not a, that's not real. Um, but, yeah. and, and that's not, that um, doesn't mean gifts aren't beautiful and it doesn't mean meditating on um, looking within, which I think is a bigger spirit of Christmas that maybe we can get into. Mm-hmm. Meditating on those who are meaningful to you and the relationships that are important to you um, in the spirit of how can I like honor that and honor this person is beautiful. That's amazing. That's, mm-hmm. that's like, yeah, it's, um, I definitely want to grow that more in my life. Um, and want to mature that relationship to gift giving. It's like, yeah, it shouldn't be just out of obligation, but there is, and it's important to meditate and commune with those people that matter to you. And right. the people that you love. And this is just this awesome tradition seasonally to do so. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know sometimes I tell myself uh, or think about it in terms of I'm, I care so much about you that I'm gonna go along with this trivial <laughs> societal convention um, just so there's no doubt because <laughs> I know okay. that I, I could have done everything else on the money but if I don't do this it kind of says publicly or semi-publicly that <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to give you a present Sure, sure. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's tricky because yeah, it's yeah, a whole. It is it's tricky. A, it's a uh, statement uh, to not to do well, no matter what happens, right? <laughs> and you'd have to like explain it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's way simpler. <laughs> <laughs> Get you some socks. Right. And get... It'll be fine. Get you a Starbucks gift card. (laughs) Which I wouldn't... Right. I'll take anybody who wants to (laughs) hit me up with that. I'm totally... Good on that. (laughs) Well. Yeah, as far as... So... It is a societal convention. This... To, it's Christmas time. Ah, yeah, we're back. <laughs> right. And you know the stores open up like clockwork, 
<laughs> after Thanksgiving to right. begin. Um, and, and like my vibe this year um, is like just recognizing how that is the surface snow powder layer, uh, fake snow powder layer on top of what is like ancient and deep, um, this tradition and this time and all the rituals involved with it, like the, the, these threads are like, you know, of course they're pagan, they're, sure. they're Christian, like, uh, and all and the, the million <laughs> things I don't know about, like, who knows something I've been enjoying, just entertaining, like who knows how far back the threads involved with all the little rituals go. Right, pretty um, far. It could be the furthest. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> yeah. Because it's, I mean, there's, it's something fundamental of like, it's this, like, reckoning with winter. Um, uh-huh. And the ever returning, recurring winter. Um, that's been happening since the earth forever settled yeah. down <laughs> right. and settled its climate roughly like yeah and humans have been having to deal with that fact mm-hmm. you know all the time I guess less so in the southern hemisphere. I mean, in, on Tahiti, they didn't really have, didn't really make much difference. Oh, that's true. But for Westerners, you know, Western civilization. And the northern. The northern. The lighter skinned. Makes a big difference. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, they, I didn't really <clears throat> think of that, but it is. Yeah, because. Uh, yeah, as far as that part of it, the winterness mm-hmm. of it, yeah. And uh, I think the the main things people have to contend with uh, are consistent across cultures. I mean, just food and shelter and uh, clean water and stuff like that, just to uh, keep things going. But much of it is somehow culturally uh, colored. Culturally, it's you know it's expressed in different ways, and and then what really impresses me, I guess, is that, and which helps me at least imagine what it was like ten thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, because finally, <laughs> the sun <clears throat> stops going away so soon. It's mm-hmm. just it's getting darker earlier and earlier and mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. 
Well, what's going to happen? <laughs> Will it keep doing that? Yeah, yeah. So good. We, we had it. <laughs> what's, what is this? But it stopped. Now it's starting like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we got through mm-hmm. another year. Mm-hmm. You know? It's going to be okay. Yeah. Let's have a party. Yeah, let's have a party. Let's have a party. Yeah. Yeah, we're here again. That's a momentous, you know, kind of thing. Not so much for us, because we got, you know, lights and don't matter when the sun goes down. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's part of Oh, I like I like that idea that it it does connect you to like ancestors. To, right. Fundamental. I whatever. feel that, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and I think yeah, in the you know, in the developed world, um, we're not as confronted with that but even still you're confronted with the fact of winter and um yeah it's colder and at least in certain climates clearly um, <laughs> and your headlights come on automatically early <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah humans have been having to deal with um winter and just the fact of when things are more barren mm-hmm. and I think maybe that's the like that would be a through line except in like a tropical sure. jungle or something sure. um, but when things are just cyclically more stark and mm-hmm. and, and cold too and cold <laughs> yeah and, yeah. and yeah. you know and I go just psychologically with that like um but so I love the the tradition of it more than ever um, and finding, discovering a love for it because like winter, yeah, is eternal, like in some sense, like sure. eternally returning in this year, but also like just in a month, um, in a day, <laughs> there are points where the meaning disappears um, mm-hmm. and you're left with like just the raw blankness of the moment or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you if you're know, lucky that's what yeah and, and yeah. you know and then you'll do something with it um, and and but it's it's an eternally recurring kind of reality at Mm-hmm. Uh, in a holographic way it's happening within you know I think women know it more intimately just physically just with the menstrual cycle like mm-hmm. it's just literally periods of um, emotionally feeling more barren and physiologically hormonally and literally being more barren in terms right. of fertility and um and it's a, just something you have to, we have to deal with in <laughs> being human. And, uh-huh. and, I, and Christmas and the holidays, what I see is it's just like humans trying to deal. It's this beautiful, like, momentum of ritual that's trying to... Uh, that is accounting for it and mm-hmm. uh, celebrating it. Mm-hmm. 
So do men have a harder time? No, no, scratch that. So I think men have a harder time uh, in some ways with that because women know things we don't know. <laughs> Just yeah, like, the, the and we know things they don't know. The secrets of women. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a different, kind of different set of receptors or something. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't have a good metaphor. Yeah. As far as, yeah, from what I could tell. Yeah. Very. Just like the, the dogs. A distinct realm that is just woman and right. man just <laughs> because of your body. And well, yeah. Yeah, a little. Because of a few, few, few molecules <laughs> here and there. <clears throat> Could make all the difference. Sure, but even, right, and that's usually, uh, this is a whole other, I don't know how deep I want to go in this, but like, so just thinking, the you saying a few little molecules make all the difference, that's often the thing with like chromosomes, like it's just mm -hmm. one, but I'm just seeing like a bit of the like distortion and just saying like, oh, it's just one chromosome, and it's like, well, when you look, you're looking at that level of reality at the genetic mm. level it's one chromosome um but one chromosome in a the multi-dimensional system complex system of systems that is a body means 50 million things <laughs> right makes a and, huge difference and and right. fractals out to mean like exactly. an entire different system in some ways Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just seeing like how that's <laughs> not the right level of analysis though it's a valid one but it's a part of like yeah human is fucking yeah it's crazy yeah, fucking human. system of systems <laughs> yeah. symphony of symphonies yeah very interesting hmm <clears throat> but anyway, the the fact of just to finish that thought a bit or carry it forward more, um, maybe finish it of winter and like yeah, light in the winter, creating light in the winter. Um Yeah. Kind of worshipping light in the winter and that's part of what makes light so beautiful is like you know <laughs> the surrounding darkness right and I love that <laughs> yeah, I we, love it yeah, we like light <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and, and in terms of your know, response to the winter um, so that's gotta be fundamental yeah it's pretty good it's a good one yeah yeah, I think so much of winter is about like the interior, the interiority of things. Because, mm -hmm. um, yeah, post harvest, um, you're not planting anything, you're also not harvesting anything. 
You ain't picking anything off the tree. <laughs> no. You're probably spending less time outside. You're probably seeing people less. Sure. <laughs> um, it's darker. And just the outside world, which has been like the prevailing story, to put it in that terms, is... is doesn't matter anymore. It's not there. It's not. Yeah, you can't yeah. depend on it for your like inspiration. Mm-hmm. Though I, yeah, I think winter is inspiring in its own way. And yeah. so, like, in, in terms of like abundance, I've been just thinking like, yeah, it's stark. It's barren. There's the story's gone. The harvest is gone. It. it it's. Uh, and when value outside um, is no longer there in that dramatic mm-hmm. display, it forces you to look within um, and literally go inside your home because <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> you go when it's cold outside. You go inside yeah. and you look. You go within yourself. And yeah. some people don't like that, though. Yeah, and I think that's a part of why people get why the holidays and the winter is hard. Get some mixed reviews. Yeah, Yeah, because it is is the winter. It is the (laughs) seasonal winter of the soul. And yeah, it's it's not about it being cozy. Right. Exactly. Um, Or like, it partially is, of course, because fuck yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have to edit that statement. But it comes with the territory, like yeah, this is happening all the time. It's 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 essential that you. It's like part of the grace of being, like teaching Earth, teaching us how to be and exist. Like you have to cyclically look within for value and your heart and your food. you can't depend on the outside no. entirely. You have to, like, in a ritual fashion, come back, look yeah. within, and and discover the inner food, the inner luminosity that exists within you. And that's the, you know, that's the same thing to me of bringing in a tree, tree uh-huh. into your home, uh-huh. something living and lighting it up. It's what you do within yourself okay. in the winter. And and that process of meditation, like an engagement with love and with that spirit of providence, like and warmth and family, like uh-huh. that meditation just bubbles over and into gifts. It bubbles That's out fair. back That's out fair. into into okay. the physical world in the form of beautiful ornaments, beautiful gifts, mm-hmm. beautiful sparkles. Like it makes the world even more sparkly because of the <laughs> way that you've you've brewed. Because of where it came, where it comes from, the, this place in you that. Yeah, and and the and the prac and the like act of it, like uh-huh. the willingness to go within and turn in. Right and. Mm-hmm. Uh, become pregnant with uh, what 
spirit or something. Your own spirit. Which maybe that's why Sam is fat. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> a good time. That's all he does. He just has a good time. <laughs> He's got elves making stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's in good shape. So that... Um, so all that comes from, or maybe requires, to, to get that space, it requires being here. I'm trying to reconcile that with be here now kinds of things, you know. Uh, sure. I mean, it sounds a lot, I mean, so far, it's a little like gratitude in a way. And I don't know, I think it probably could be done constantly, but to keep returning to uh, how good this is right here, right yeah. now. Yeah, and a certain just thankfulness for what you have. Right. Because when there's like less, maybe surplus out in the world. It makes it more, makes you more aware of what you got. <laughs> what, yeah, what's here now, and yeah. That can be challenging because then you're like, damn, I ain't got much. Mm. Um, but you do have some and yeah, and, and in that sense, like, that seems like just a good idea at, in the in that process like you're kind of forced to reckon with what you got right including your family whatever and, that is yeah and from there it's a matter of how you respond right and there's no way out of like you can evade it I suppose um, people do all the time but First, we do get this response that's another response, yeah, and and the ritual is like to like respond with like light and yeah. love and warmth and family and right gratitude. That's the ritual that's been going on. Mm -hmm. That's like it's like what do you do when we're here when you're like <laughs> right. when you have to think about your family and. and or lack thereof, <laughs> or like, what do you do? And it's one, yeah, I think it's a great, it's a great idea. Yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to, or have been looking forward to this holiday season. Yeah. Yeah. So I have high hopes. Jesus thing 
is good too. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there's always the truer words have been spoken. <laughs> I'm just seeing this ornament that I was gifted, and I'm s I didn't quite realize this it's one? a whole it's a whole nativity. Oh. On the way, on the way to the the Big Bang. Okay. Jesus coming through, coming, coming in, coming out, popping out. <laughs> um, they, oh, I see. To the three wise men. Mm-hmm. And that must be Joseph and Mary, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, I can see the baby bump. Yeah, they're, okay. they're on the way. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful. It's like this beautiful navy blue with mm-hmm. gold. Gold yeah, um, nicely done. paint, yeah, yeah, it's really good. Did you cut these out? Um, no, 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 they were also a gift mm-hmm. from, from the same, same wonderful person. Yeah, yeah, the Jesus thing is great. Um, like, and it's easy. It's been easy for me to like <laughs> be posy about. Christian stuff because didn't grow up with it um, mm-hmm. so didn't have like the same need to like get away <laughs> um, just been on the outside the whole time but the Jesus thing yeah like um, the hopeful idea of like Jesus being born on Christmas and stuff like the <laughs> savior the savior of mankind like the light of the world yeah uh, is born in the darkest, the darkest, deepest, darkest time of the year. And just symbolically, that's like excellent news. Mm-hmm. Like, for sure. everybody, um, in your deepest, darkest times, <laughs> like, the savior of you, of your life, can be born. All right. It's a hell of an idea. Right. <laughs> 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 and thank goodness <laughs> truly <laughs> <laughs> yeah all the all the surface you know bullshit aside like that spirit I think is it's beautiful beautiful being like just what you've you've collected for your whole life oh and they have this whole lineage and tail mm. behind them mm-hmm. you know beauty in their meaning and in addition to their physical beauty and adorning the tree then becomes this really like 
yeah, just ritual act. Like each one has this mm-hmm. different each significance. Each one means something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Getting downright domestic. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think I might have said this, but yeah, I was aware of from the moment I wanted to get a tree, I was aware of like it became the tradition of it became uh, conscious like as I was getting a saw buying a saw I was like this is what I will use every year (laughs) right until it breaks or lose it or something it'll be a long time (laughs) yeah like I was entering like the whole process of getting the tree and all the things was like I was aware of entering into a ritual and mm-hmm. like a repeated place mm-hmm. and that's just really cool it's one of the things about the holidays that I'm discovering over this last year like it part of what's beautiful is it's it's a place you enter um, it like in that contained in the, the the holiday is like every past occurrence mm-hmm. and every future occurrence mm-hmm. and it's this timeless place in some way mm-hmm. um, that you ritually cultivate and, and get into mm-hmm. and, and I imagine you guys celebrated Christmas when you were a kid. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and um, I have a picture somewhere. Somewhere in my photos uh, of me on a rocking horse, I think it was. Mm. Yeah, I think I've seen that, yeah. See, yeah. black and white yeah. in front of the Christmas tree. You should send that to me. I will. Uh, yeah, Christmas was a big deal. Uh, I would... Uh, <laughs> I think I once you know, left something out for Santa. You know, cocoa or I don't know cookies or something. Uh, uh, and I'm sure I told Santa what I wanted, you know, at the downtown somewhere. <laughs> uh, and I, but I, I learned, you know, pretty early. It didn't take long to me to you were a smart kid. what was going on. Critically-minded <laughs> <Yeah>. kid. <laughs> right. Uh, and was that a do you remember much about that? Was that like a... Was it jarring at all? I don't think so. And... It just... You're like, ah, oh, right. Just in childhood illusions, delusions. I, I remember... 
it must have been a friend of my mother's, I suppose, um, saying something about um, the tooth fairy. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, they, they must have asked me. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember the context, but and this is just a what I'm telling you is I'm recounting a story that my mother used to tell. Okay. 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 Um, but at some point I said, uh, they said something about the tooth fairy, and I said something about an overweight fairy. Because I knew it was my mother. <laughs> and I knew her fairies were not, didn't look like her. <laughs> Most of the time. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> I don't think it was easy to you know, put something over on, <laughs> on little Tony. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, was, that, was that like as a joke or like? No, that was just. Um, you were just observing? I was observing. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. That was just you know, early signs of a smart ass. <laughs> oh, by, na by nature. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk a little about um, black folk? Oh. I'll probably try and I don't, I don't really want to talk. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about black books. I will talk about Negroes, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and I, I have nothing to say about African Americans. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're making a distinction. Yeah. Uh, Between Negroes and yeah, African Americans. Yeah, it's a little like Boomers and Gen X and Okay. Gen Z. Okay. Whatever that sequence is. Okay. So you're gonna are you gonna lay out. Some definitions or criteria? Uh, I grew up with Negroes. Negroes are older people. They're older, okay. Generally. Yeah. Are they the boomers of um, African American? They, <laughs> yeah, definitely the boomers. Okay. The boomers are Negroes. They, they, uh, they grew up as Negroes anyway. They may have uh, converted sometime, you know, during their life. Okay. Uh, too black or African American. <laughs> or, okay. <you> know. Okay. <laughs> uh, but there, I mean, I'm, I'm a Negro. Okay. Okay. And because I grew up <laughs> as a Negro, I was, uh, uh, I was a little colored boy. I lived in a colored neighborhood. And Chicago. In Chicago. Southside? South side, far south side at that time, ninety um, first Street, and you're close to Quincy Jones. That was fine, yeah, and not far from Mahalia Jackson. Uh, <laughs> and so that's just how that's what it was. That's what you know, south side of Chicago, and then. I'm not 
not sure when. I think I, I <laughs> during Blackie in the late sixties. From uh, Negro. Uh, from Negro, right? Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still like I'm just on the edge of my seat about what that <laughs> transformation means. <laughs> yeah, just in, um, the only difference was the terminology, actually, and Black was a. Uh, Single syllable with, you know, uh, I forgot what you called that consonant at the end, so it was a, a little a more aggressive term, um, which, you know, felt pretty good in my mid-twenties. Uh, as far as how you identified, how you self-identified, right. it was a more affirmative, more empowered... Right. I guess, yeah. Kind of yeah, uh, identity. And then uh, I tried, I, you know, tried on African American, which, you know, came out of nowhere in 88. <laughs> it disappeared on the scene. Yeah, you know, when Jesse, Jesse Jackson made it up when he was running for president. Uh, okay. And. Right, we just take that for granted now. Yeah, I know, but that's where it came from. Jesse Jackson one day. Like, <laughs> he invented it. He was a wordsmith, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he was on the uh, black apartment. Yeah, and you know, had been for years, so that was. Uh, and, but African American just doesn't. It doesn't. I've never been to Africa. <laughs> right. My parents were never in Africa. That. That association just seems artificial, as far as I'm concerned. I, you know, I don't, hmm. because culturally, all that is far as foreign to me as it is to anybody else. And, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so. Um, mm-hmm. And then, uh, so I was black for a while, in the '70s, I guess. Uh, but I, I'm a Negro again. I like it. <laughs> it's uh, okay. it's comfortable. <laughs> Come full circle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's. Um, I don't you know that that people some people think of it as pejorative is just silly as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. Uh, um, so that's that's how I identify. Although it's not on the you know applications and things anymore. Yeah, you can't bubble that one. <laughs> I can't fill in. Yeah. A couple of times they had an other that I could fill in. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you would, would you write in Negro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's. Uh, African American. I mean, I understand why you would want to do that, uh, but I don't think the extra syllable will really add anything. <laughs> and as far as I can tell, um, socially and economically and whatnot, uh, Negroes made way more progress than Black people have, and more than African Americans. And just in terms of economic numbers. Uh, they were much better in the 60s than they are now. <clears throat> and hmm. um, 
At this point, I've become, for instance, kind of anti-affirmative action. I think that's, that's not a good idea. It's, uh, and <laughs> yeah, I don't think it really accomplishes anything. Uh, other than you know, satisfy a handful of people, but just in terms of the group of us as a whole, I don't think that's really helped any. It's given a few people a break who wouldn't have gotten one otherwise. Yeah, true. Um, but it's a gimme. Gimmies are always bad. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and it's it better to learn how to do, to you know to do it yourself. I mean, if nothing else, or not maybe not if nothing else, but an an indicator would is people uh, born out of wedlock. And in terms of you're talking about progress, they way yeah, they're way more now. Seven, it's like seventy percent of. Uh, Black girls, women uh, who give birth are, are, are attached to anybody. Yeah, and we're not like talking about just you know shacking up or they're just they're not attached. Period. Yeah, yeah, and it's like a massive, that's, massive issue. That's it's just major, rampant. Uh, my know. my students rarely knew who their father was. Every now and then, you know, and I've had maybe a half dozen, not even that many, who grew up with a father. That was extremely rare. Yeah. They, you know, if they knew who he was, they were lucky. And I've heard, I've heard people talk about growing up in a family and doing things with their father and stuff, and later found out that um, they were just making the most of it because it was just somebody that they saw now and then, which was unusual, you know. So anyway, that's that's a, a, <laughs> a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, but it's in in this thread you brought it up because as like a indication of you're kind of correlating the state of Black America, for lack of a better phrase, Black yeah. America uh, with how people how black people have identified themselves right, right and there was like an era of negro there was the era of black and then there was the era of african-american yeah um and now it's a wider thing with like people of color i'm not sure yeah <laughs> right as opposed to colored people a friend of mine uh, <laughs> yeah. a friend of mine um I happened to say something about colored people, uh, and she... You didn't say people of color, you no, said colored she, people. And she said, why, why, do you, why do you say that? <laughs> you said specifically colored people. Yes. And you said it in front of her, who's yeah. a colored woman. Uh, she's of color. <laughs> See? <laughs> she's not colored, and she would, she would resent being called colored, probably, but... <sighs> <laughs> yeah, she ain't. Yeah, she, she's not. But she's, she's not, not a Negro. She's Northern just, Irish. And, no, she, <laughs> she, she Northern ain't Irish. Welsh. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but these days, she would be called a woman, called a woman of color. Because there's some like 
Because that's it's a, it's a, <laughs> well, it's a bigger. It includes Asians. And, yeah, it's and not white people. It's just and not white people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or you know, um, American Indians. Yep. Uh, it's not British people. Right. That's, that's all a, it means. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. It's just yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you you. So anyway, Negroes did better than black people did. Okay, and are you and are you drawing some causation, or you're just pointing well, out correlation? I mean, it's a toughie. I think part of it was was the attitude that black people needed help, not just fair treatment, which is all you know the civil rights thing was about. Just just equal just opportunity, equal opportunity equity. That's all. That's all. Uh, yeah, as opposed to you equal know, something extra. Yeah, doing something extra because these people are bad off, and because mm -hmm. it just says you can't help yourself. Because you're dependent. And so, in the Negro area era, it was just a little. It was rougher in some sense. Oh, in, in several um, senses, but... Yeah, <laughs> in many senses. <laughs> yeah. It was just yeah. absolutely rubber, but you're, you're saying that... Um, but they were improving all the time. Yeah, there was this really aggressive mo movement on like everybody's front of just like proving competence because like exactly because it was such a situation where like you had to you had to be just so much better in order to even get people to listen to you right which resulted in like holy shit now you're like the best <laughs> like, <laughs> right jesus christ yeah how did that happen uh, and yeah and so that uh and so you're no. equating a bit of the language change, if I'm correct, well, with, with the affirmative, the, the attitude that birthed affirmative action. That, that's probably part of it, but I think it's more in the change in you know, nomenclature uh, seems it's to be part of what I've heard called um, a euphemism treadmill, where a term, maybe for a group or for a term of one sort or other, uh, is generally used pejoratively uh, and <clears throat> or has come to be used pejoratively. And so if we somehow, if we change the name for this thing or this group, uh, the perception of them will change and they'll be treated better. You know, that's obviously an oversimplification, but one um, example, this was maybe only 40 years ago, uh, I used to, uh, uh, I was, I had a connection to a place that uh, was a kind of a group home for who would be, who would, they may have been then called developmentally disabled people. Okay. Um, at one, one time they would have been called retarded. And at this time, <clears throat> uh, the people who cared the most for them 
and who worked with them every day. And uh, were professionals in this field, referred to them among themselves as Tardos. It was not at all <laughs> uh, defamatory. Uh, they loved them. Yeah. It, well, it didn't mean anything bad. It was just a shorthand for these people that they worked with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and summed up the situation. And summed and up their everything. Endearment. And, right. In one word, right. one little slang. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Uh, nobody ever said, you know, they didn't talk about any goddamn Tardos. <laughs> that wasn't, well, I'm sure that plenty wasn't of that happened too. But anyway, <laughs> so, um, and, and from retarded to developmentally disabled to uh, differently abled, I've even heard, yeah. and other, you know, terms like that. Yeah. I've heard that described as uh, an example of the euphemism treadmill, where you change the name of something uh, in hopes that uh, people will feel differently about it. Yeah. If you just call it something different. It's the, um, it's the like, um, malleability of language. Humpty Dumpty mm-hmm. postmodernism. <laughs> it's very post. Yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, thinking that if you call it something different, it'll you know it'll actually be different. Yeah. Uh, one one thing I see. Which there's, I mean, there's truth to that, but keep going. But, yeah, but it doesn't change the 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 original situation uh, at all, necessarily. It just uh, you know it, people don't take it as seriously sometimes. Anyway. Um, a guy who had been convicted of a crime in a court of law and, and placed in uh, a facility was a convict. And once he got out, he was an ex-convict, sometimes called an ex-con. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, as far as I can tell, that was descriptive. As mm-hmm. much as anything else, mm-hmm. just some. It was just a way. Timeline to, marker. Right, mm-hmm. and it was a way to classify people. But you know, everything, half of what we do is trying to, you know, figure out what people in the, the box. <laughs> yeah, right. What in the hell am I? So, <laughs> yeah, and then, um, so you know, being in with the people I hang out with, it becomes. Uh, it had. Uh, it. it at some point it became returned citizen, uh, returned to society. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, or most recently I've heard uh, <coughs> oh gosh, it's not returned citizen, it's formerly incarcerated person. <laughs> and see, for me, uh, it takes longer to say, but that's that's not it's not long enough for the uh, for the listener to change their mind. Yeah, like I got it. <laughs> <laughs> you was in prison, right? Right. 
exactly. you ain't anymore. Right, and that's not to say anything about whether they should have been there or, or if that institution exists or anything. Uh, and uh, and that's another example of this euphemism treadmill that happens in you know a lot of different ways. People I mean, we call it something else in hopes that uh, something good will happen. Uh, and I. I think it's who that reality will change. Right. That the circumstances will change. Right. Uh, and as far as I can tell, it's a waste of time, and it's not going to change anything. Well, <laughs> what it made me, what made, what's coming to mind is that, um, to use that example of XCon and the pr progress mm -hmm. to like return citizen and. Like that. What? Language can be changed. Identi identifications can be changed in a way that's real, but the but language and the story we're telling uh, is a part of nature, and. A part of it's a part of you, and we are nature, and things change over time, and they have to uh -huh. change in a way that is like ideally biologically cohesive, which most of the time nature is conservative, so you have to yeah. conserve some of the original meaning, and it can transform, but the original meaning has to be carried forward progressively and part of what we're seeing in the shock of it is like people are just jumping quantum leaps <laughs> to some other fucking thing with all, all this natural process of moving the way there in a way that makes sense and is respectful of reality as it is now so that system is subverted in some way by subverted and people all are all about that okay. subverting and shortcuts yeah and and but yeah the language and the and stories we tell and i'm thinking about it in my own world like changing beliefs about yourself like that's a process there's a it's a plant you have to grow over time you don't just jump to like I'm. Uh, I believe in myself and I'm worthy and loved. <laughs> at times, you right. grow that shit. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> that takes time, and you gotta you you can't you can't like yeah you can't lie to yourself. You have to you have to progressively walk yourself towards that reality in a way that's convincing. Um, otherwise, yeah. it won't take. Yeah, and I think it's the same sort of thing, like. Like you can, you can. Who knows how much we can like change reality with our language? Um, I gotta take a leak. I can't wait any longer. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I um, that language. Yeah, that language is powerful, and that we can actually change things with our language, um, but changing them in any real way 
requires a what well, kind of requires a process that is more biological and mm, natural like um, there are certain laws you have to contend with in terms of just like time and you have you have to like changing beliefs about yourself um, takes time mm -hmm. and you have to work incrementally in a way that's like just a little beyond what you're used to thinking. <laughs> and mm -hmm. just a little more, you push the envelope, watch it bend, push the envelope, watch it bend. Mm -hmm. and, um, and that is done fundamentally by the individual, which maybe to try and tie it back, like to try and change the identity of a whole group of people is uh, not exactly the way to go. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. You don't change a group of people's minds. You, ins you can inspire mm -hmm. an experience within individuals. But... <clears throat> um, and so when it comes to black people to Negroes to African Americans <laughs> uh, it back you <laughs> thing like yeah I don't think like it's it, I don't think that's the way to go either in any fundamental long-term sense I don't think maybe affirmative action happens like in specific moments or cases or something Mm-hmm. Um, which I think that's what in affirmative, re like affirmative action, not like the thing, but affirmative action as a phenomenon, that's right. what it is. Right. Is specific. Right. Cases. <laughs> yeah. With this moment, this person, this place, and the, you don't, yeah, you don't change, you you don't get rid of barriers with affirmative action. Right. Because those barriers are psychological. <laughs> right, more than anything else. And you don't change people's minds by... Yeah, you, that's not how you change someone's mind who's resistant mm -hmm. to black people. Right. Um, in fact, we're probably seeing the opposite. <laughs> you make them even more yeah. frustrated. This <laughs> is more reason, yeah. Yeah, like, well, that's not how you, yeah, yeah that's, not, that's not how you change someone's mind. Um, 
you do it in the Daryl Davis way, who befriended some huge and continues to do so number of Ku Klux Klan members. Oh yes, who That's all where I heard his name. Yeah. in the process of getting to know him left the Ku Klux Klan <laughs> and completely right. renounced their, their yeah. old life. Not through affirmative action, through getting to know this through guy, enlightenment, yeah. and and his willingness to talk with them mm-hmm. and just talk straight and befriend them even, and that that's how you change someone's mind. Someone's mind is like face to face, right? Conversation. Yeah, the rest is just <coughs> grants, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, so I'm a Negro. <laughs> uh, I'm going <laughs> to stay a Negro, I think. <clears throat> so Somebody's got to do it. So for you, it's a little bit of like, this is kind of like a punk rock thing. Like you're claiming that word. Yeah. Like some people would say decolonized Negro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what you said. That's not, yeah. Someone might, someone could. (laughs) Yeah. But you're claiming that word for yourself. Mm -hmm. Because the other ones sound like they, they, they kind of reek of the, what you've seen as a, seeing black people as like helpless and. Right. And needy and, and, you know, kind of whiny. And in your experience, you're uh, seeing that's not really, it's not helping. It's not at all helpful. And it's... uh, It's been rough. I don't like it. It's not, you know, it's unfamiliar in a way. Mm -hmm. uh, That's not how I was raised. (laughs) You know, that's, that's not what was going on now. Yeah. And and in more recent attitudes don't seem to have helped anybody. You know, and overall. So, <clears throat> uh, but most mostly because, uh, and oh, not mostly, but and I also think just using colors as determinants are is kind of goofy too. Uh, because it's not, that's not really what we're talking about. That's the, the colors are a kind of telltale, or, you know, we assume that they are. Uh, yeah, and but it doesn't tell you what anybody's really like. No. <laughs> you know? No. Uh, and at some point, there is that kind of sci-fi fantasy of, like, they'll kind of become obsolete because we'll just be caramel. I know. The entire planet. I think that's, that's a given. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then we'll be dealing with aliens, and then we'll have to, hopefully yeah. we have developed some uh, maturity about other, Yeah. But before that. Right, maturity. So we'll freak yeah, out. That's what it is. <laughs> Something I love about lights on a Christmas tree and just in terms of like justifying doing so um, (laughs) (laughs) is that when you when you light it up like this and you dress it up um, it 
in the same way that like makeup in its ideal form uh, accentuates and reveals a person's, mm. a woman's beauty mm-hmm. and natural features. I think it's the same thing with lights and ornaments. Oh. It, it uh, highlights the beauty of the spiral staircase that is a tree, mm-hmm. is a pine tree, and in this really glorious way. And, mm-hmm. and I'm just appreciating, yeah, it makes me look even more deeply at it. And, and yeah, it just highlights its curves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's natural beauty. Well, and I especially like this one because it's airy. Mm-hmm. You know? I think it's called a silver tip. Okay. Mm. Yeah, cool. Cool. Uh, I think that'll probably do. Yeah. Unless you've given me last words. Um, <clears throat> uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Yeah, Merry Christmas. I suppose we could have mm-hmm. talked about Kwanzaa. <laughs> That's like the through line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <clears throat> yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, I've never read. Do you have a silver copy of? Oh yeah. Can I? Sure. Have one. Mm-hmm. I've been. It's been coming up because when I tell people, I recite the story of my name constantly, and partially, I'm. I wonder what the story of my name is. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Do I even actually know it? And. But what I've been saying is that, um, yeah, it came from an African baby names book, right? Yeah. Roughly. Well, we have African names, yeah. And that you guys were deep in Afro culture because Kwanzaa. Right. Set. That's right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because, uh, <clears throat> well, you know, I had researched it, I guess, a year before or something. But uh, it had just come out. November, October, November of 91. And, uh, I, and I had, so I had read a lot, <laughs> or as much as there was, you know, on, on Kwanzaa back then, and so had your mother. That's still pretty new. Right? Well, it, it, I mean, the first one was in 66, I think. Okay. But it was always, you know, very small, very local, and, uh, and didn't amount to much, you know, until the, I don't know, late 80s, I guess. Um, <clears throat> but I, we had, so we were, we, we were fairly black at that, you know, in those days. <clears throat> and I had been, since the book would have been was fairly new. black, yeah, just you know, conscious, kind of. Kind of oh, Negro you're conscious. in you're in your you're in your black era, right? Yeah, which is like uh, this extra level of yeah, extra like right, and, and affirmatively <laughs> black, right? Yeah. And I had been doing research forthrightly, yes, forthrightly, forthrightly black, yes. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had been doing research for. Uh, I was going to do another book. The, 
history of Africans in America. But uh, I had been doing interviews on you know local TV and radio about this about book and uh, about the book and about Kwanzaa in particular because it was an up and coming you know mm. it was starting to get some press. Mm. <clears throat> um, so we were very conscious and we did it. You know, lighted the the canal uh, and canara and all that and every night on at least ninety one and ninety two. Hmm. Um, and poor Jai, you know, had to <laughs> got the brunt of it because he was the only one who could talk. Uh, and uh, and and at some point he got to I think say, you know, the good stuff he'd done that year or something, and it was kind of silly. <clears throat> yeah, so we were very we were steeped. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Mm-hmm. Steeped in Afro. Afro, yeah. Afro life. Yeah. Afro life. <laughs> and it starts after Christmas, right? 26th. The 26th through New Year's Day. Is that New like, Year's Day is the last. Is that like a fuck you? <laughs> <laughs> you could call it that. <laughs> You could call it that. It was, and it was done, you know, definitely, and uh, everything about it was very deliberate and planned and carefully worded and, and all that. In response to... In response to, how, you know, uh, or as an expression of how people were feeling in the, the Anglo, 60s. The Anglo world, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, it, you know, yeah, and of course it starts the day after, so it, it's not part of that. Right, yeah. And nope, it's its own it's, fucking thing. Yeah. No, no overlap here. Yeah. Um, Don't get to the <laughs> Yeah. And when it was done, you know, by intelligent, well-meaning people. For sure. Uh, and is and clearly is is directed at or designed for um, people who need cheering up, who need. To be reminded of, you know, some upright kinds of principles, uh, and you know, reminded to work together. <laughs> and that sounds like it's something cool like too. I'm remembering, yeah, each day is a certain principle, right? And that is really cool, and that's one of the benefits of just generating a holiday like that uh, mm-hmm. in the modern era, because. People don't know what the fuck Christmas is about. <laughs> right. It's, gone. it's long gone, yeah. Yeah, the 12 days of Christmas, like, we don't understand shit about that. No. Um, so it's a lot of, yeah, postmodern value of yeah. articulate a new set of principles and then probably find how they match up mm-hmm. with ancient traditions. Yeah, and of course, the you know, the... The idea is to for those principles to guide you in the you know in the coming year. Yeah, for that that's just, right. That's, that's the right. hitch. <laughs> yeah, that's what's that's what's supposed to be the case with Christmas and all holidays. Right. right. Is you meditate on it, you cast the spell, and then you carry that spirit of what you did in winter 
into all winters that happen throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. That, that ritual this'll, of light. This will help you. Yeah. And articulation of principles in that way of the nine days. Nine days? Seven. Seven of Kwanzaa? Yeah. Seven days of Kwanzaa. Yeah. yeah. That's something to be carried until the next time. And then mm-hmm. you re meditate again deeply on it and mm-hmm. bring it in the next year. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you know what I did? It's good <laughs> three years. It's a yeah, three tops. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like, I like, yeah, I like that. It's like each day, and I, I'm sure there's something like that with Hanukkah. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, specific to each day, and probably it's family house rules too. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm, I really like that sense of like each day is something specific that you you and your you family give your attention to. You give yeah. your attention to, yeah, mm-hmm. and that they're like core life values. Right. You're like meditating on like the architecture of your your values, mm-hmm. and and that's kind of fun, like to think of. That's the that's what's beautiful about the menorah and the canara. Oh, right. Say? Like it is physically a kind of architecture, um, mm-hmm. and same with a tree. Um, it's the same sort of idea. Is like you're looking at something that's uh, there's a structural thing to it, and the tree mm-hmm. is more overtly hierarchical. But mm-hmm. even, but I think I guess the menorah is too. There's a center one. Um, well, right. Y- yes, but uh, on a, I don't, I'm not all that familiar with a menorah, frankly. Yeah. That might be the one with nine, but for Kwanzaa, they're all on the same level, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's there's at least no implied hierarchy. <laughs> yeah. also meditating on the house mm-hmm. your spiritual house right and you're visiting each corner of it right with each candle right and and or each ornament and right you're visiting each like yeah spiritual value that's that you want in your life mm. and of course I guess that's what church ought to be about People yep bring <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you remind yourself. Yeah. Of, mm-hmm. Remind yourself and also ask the question again. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which I'm likening to, like that re rediscovering, like you know what they are, but there's also an element of like you ask the question again. Mm-hmm. And it's part of like confronting the winter void like you don't know and so you ask right and that's part of the spell I've been thinking of dressing a tree 
each year or how you do it is different every time oh. which ornaments you do is different every time mm-hmm. it's like this mm-hmm. creative response to the questions you're asking and what you're meditating on and how you what the house is like and Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yes. Very good. Yes, to Very all the ghosts in the room. <laughs> to right. the ghosts yeah. in the phone. You are you doing fine. Yes. Father, to the Holy yes. Ghost within you. And <laughs> <laughs> thank you. To the Holy Ghost within this tree. Yeah. Thanks, Tree. To the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs>